Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Carefree and Black Diaries podcast. My name is Shakira and I am the host here. And I know, I know, I know, I know you don't have to tell me. I've been gone. I know, sis. I know, bro. I know. I know. It's been a lot. Life is a lot. We're still in a pandemic, but still, it's no excuse. I know. I know. You don't have to tell me. I know. If you're new here, all of this may sound confusing to you, but we welcome you to go ahead and join our Carefree family when you subscribe on whatever platform you use to listen to your favorite podcast on. You'll be notified every single time we have a brand new episode, which more times than not is every Tuesday at 9 a.m., but... I don't feel right telling you that you're going to get a new episode every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Just because of my track record. I know my strengths and I know my weaknesses, you know. Self-awareness, it's something else. If you are not new here, if you are already a part of our Carefree family, listen, I know, like, you don't have to tell me. And I apologize for the delay and the gap in episodes. It's my fault. I can't blame it on anyone else and we'll get into the weeds of that later because that's what our whole topic is about today but thank you for coming back thank you for having patience with me um thank you for sending me dms and for commenting under pictures like um girl (laughs) what are you doing I get it I get it and I apologize So if you're new here, we usually have our carefree updates directly, you know, after this segment. So let's hop into that. So before we get deep into our carefree updates, I just wanted to acknowledge the life and legacy and talent who was Michael K. Williams. If you have watched Lovecraft Country, I mean... You didn't even have to watch Lovecraft Country. If you listen to this podcast, you know that I am a Lovecraft Country stan. (laughs) Like, I don't think fan is the word, but unfortunately, they canceled the show. Michael K. Williams played the father, whose name was Montrose, on the show. Spectacular performance on his end. I mean, just so talented, so amazing to watch on screen, like, You just felt his character's um, struggles and his emotions through the screen. Like, and I don't want to get too deep into just Lovecraft because he was so much more than that. He played several different roles. Most of us know him from the show The Wire. A funny story is um, there is a Black-owned business called Black Market Vintage. I believe they're based in New York. And I started following them during the pandemic. So over um, the course of last year, 2020, they did a collaboration with a few artists. um, And it was based on Lovecraft Country, the show, because it had gotten so popular. And they were giving away, I believe it was 100 prints, 100 art prints. And you just had to be on the site to pick which one you wanted. So I get on there. I get on there as soon. I mean, I think I got on there like five minutes earlier. And so by the time I had gotten into the site, the only ones left, there were three left. But one of those three was Montrose in the center. And I remember, I'm not going to lie, I was kind of disappointed because there was one other one that I really, really wanted, but it was all gone. And I was like, okay, I'll just get Montrose. And now, you know, looking back, 
in hindsight, you know, they say hindsight is always 2020. I'm just so glad that I was able to get that particular print and it is hanging right now on the wall in my living room. Um, if you follow me on Instagram, I'm sure I have something somewhere on my Instagram page that has a picture of the print if you would like to see it. Yes, I do. I have a reel on my Instagram page that has um, the print if you would like to see it. But I just wanted to acknowledge his life and his talent because, man, man, I wish we were able to experience more of that. And I also just want to say that you just never know what people are going through. I always tell people, just be nice. Like, just be nice. Be a good person. Just be a good person. It costs you nothing to be a good person. It takes nothing from your life. You don't lose anything by just being a genuinely good person. And, you know, being there for people, just be a good person, y'all. And I'm just saying that because we have so many struggles and all of us are fighting different battles that other people have no idea about. So just extend some grace to people. I know that we are in a time where people, you know, it's all about cut people off and, you know, it's just, it's a very weird time for me especially, but just extend some grace to people sometimes. All right. Next, let's talk some new music. Since it's been a while, some of these are not so new, but they will be new, you know, according to the last podcast episode. So Drake released a new album, Certified Lover Boy, and I'm not going to lie. The first time I listened to it, I was like, eh, okay. The second time I listened to it, I was like, mm, yeah, no. The third time, fourth time, fifth time, sixth time. The more I listened to it, the more it grew on me, which is odd. Um, I listened to it in the car, and I've told you all before that just listening to music in the car gives it an entirely different feel. I can't explain it. I don't know what it is, but it just does. It just, I don't know. It's different. It's different. So I love Certified Lover Boy. Um, I think my favorite song on there, I think my favorite song on there is TSU. Way Too Sexy, which is everyone's favorite song. And I really love Champagne Poetry. I'm not going to lie. I really love it. Um, some more new music. If you are a fan of Lucky Day, he has a new single out called Over. I love it. Actually, before you all listen to the single, go watch the music video. It's on YouTube. It's starring Jordan Woods. And it's so different. Like, I love a music video that actually has like a storyline, you know, and it's not just cars and I'm not even going to get into it, but I just love music videos with storylines and twists. So please check that out. And while you are at it, please go listen to Ari Lennox new single, which is Pressure and also a single by, I. okay, correct me if I'm wrong. I believe it's pronounced Tiwa Savage, Tywa Savage. She has an EP out. It's called Water and Gari. But there is a song on there featuring Brandy. I love Brandy, by the way. And it's called Somebody's Son. Y'all, when I tell you I have had that song on repeat, if you are a single person like me and you're like, you know, you have your 
struggle some days. You know, some days it's like I can do bad all by myself. And some days it's like, what is somebody going to love me? <laughs> like, listen to that song. Whenever I might have, you know, a moment like that, I go and listen to that song. And I'm like, yes, somebody's son is going to love me one day. So go check that out. So that's all I have for our carefree updates. Here's a break for our sponsor, and then we'll be back for our topic of the day. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I know I get on y'all's nerves. <laughs> I, I know it. So you don't have to say, no, you don't, Shakira. No, I know I get on your nerves. And I apologize because every time I come back with a new episode after I've had like a large gap in them, I'm like, you know, guys, I'm so sorry. This has been happening and this has been happening. And, you know, all will be well. Trust me, I promise. And then I never deliver on that. So I'm sorry. I apologized. Hopefully things will be different this time, but if not, you know, <laughs> nervous laugh. So thank you guys for coming back. And this particular episode, I was going to wait two weeks to do this because I've been coming up with a list of different ideas that I want to cover. If you are not new here, you know that um, October is Blacktober here on the podcast. So every October you know, for every Tuesday in October, we talk about a different topic regarding um, black people, our issues in society, our issues within our own community, um, all kind of stuff. So I wanted to get this out before we dive into Blacktober next month, or by the time you listen to this next week, we're going to be full force into our Blacktober series. But I wanted to get this out first. So let me tell you a funny story really quickly. It'll be quick, I promise. So a few of you caught it before I deleted it. But a few weeks ago, I scheduled a post on Instagram that said, hey, we're back for another podcast episode and blah, 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 blah. It was a picture of Beyonce and Jay-Z. I'm probably actually still going to use that picture to uh, promote this episode. But I scheduled it a few weeks ago. And so I'm at work. Last week, I'm at work and my phone is sitting on the desk and I see a notification that says, you know, you have a new comment from someone and the comment on the post says, finally, why, 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 why at the end? And I'm like, huh, what did I post? So I go on the Carefree Instagram page and I remember once I see it that I scheduled a post 
like two or three weeks before it was supposed to happen. And I'm like, oh my God, delete, delete, delete. And I don't think I've ever deleted something so fast in my life. Well, actually, I, I probably have. The point is, when I scheduled that post, I just knew that I would have a podcast episode recorded and ready to go live that following Tuesday. And I was wrong. <laughs> Dead wrong. <laughs> and for a long time, I'll be honest, I have been beating myself up about not being able to crank out new podcast episodes, um, thinking to myself, you know, what what is wrong with me? Like, have I lost my spark? Have I lost my touch? Uh, is this just the end of this podcast? You know, has it ran its course? Have we reached a plateau and there's just nowhere left to go from here? And I think about those questions often, especially over the last few weeks. Two months in a week, to be exact, because that's how long it's been since I've recorded a new episode, two months and one week. But here we are, back with something new, and today's episode contains a few things that I have been, you know, using to help me tremendously over this time away. What I consider myself to be in is what I call a creative funk because, you know, the word funk makes it sound a whole lot better. <laughs> and what better way to get out of a creative funk than to make something new using the tools that have helped me and also sharing with you all, you know, it's just a bonus. So hopefully these little tricks of the trade can help you in whatever rut you find yourself in these days or in the days coming because who knows, you might be on a roll right now and then two months later you hit, you know, you hit that brick wall and you're like, oh my gosh, nothing is coming to me. What do I do? So hopefully this will be able to help you if you ever have those circumstances. So y'all know me. If you're new here, you will know me. But for those of you who know me, if you want to remember these, pull out a notepad, our handy-dandy notepads, so you can jot down some things that stick out to you, some things that stick with you, and you'll be able to reference them in the future. If not, if you don't feel like taking notes, if you're driving your car, please don't do this. <laughs> please don't take notes. Don't worry. This episode will always be here for you to come back to. So without further ado, here are my five ways to get out of a creative funk. So the very first thing that has helped me so much is having an accountability partner and check-ins with whoever that partner is for you. So me and K-Matt, hey K-Matt, she listens to the podcast. We went to FAMU together. If you did not know, I am a proud Florida Agricultural Mechanical University graduate where I received my degree in business administration, my minor in public relations. But anyway... K-Matt and I met at FAMU, and so we just kept in contact, you know, post-grad. And so K-Matt, K-Matt, actually, how did this happen? Did we text each other? Did we tweet each other? I can't remember. But some kind of way we started talking about how we're both dealing with, you know, having to find that balance. You know where you reach that point and you're working and, you know, you have other things going on. You still have a social life. I don't have much of a social life, but for those of you who do, you know, you have a social life and you're dealing with all of these things, but you also want to have your own thing going on. You also want to have your podcast. You also want to have your 
YouTube channel. You also want to write your book. You also want to work on your artwork. Whatever it is, you also want to do that. And so you feel like, how can I dedicate time to this thing, but also, you know, stay on track at work or stay in contact with my family? It's a lot to juggle. So K-Matt and I decided that we were going to be each other's accountability partners and that we would check in every week. So we've been checking in every Tuesday slash Wednesday when our schedules allow, you know, with everything we have going on. And it's very quick. So you just find somebody that you trust to find someone who is also, you know, kind of in the same position as you who's struggling a little bit, who may not have it all figured out. Um, and K-Matt and I are that for each other. And, you know, she takes his knee and she's like, Shakira, what are you working on? What do you want to have done by next week? And I try not to overload myself. So I used to be one of those people that's like, okay, in a week, I'm going to record two podcast episodes. I'm going to record a YouTube video. I'm going to post four times on Instagram and I'm going to do this, this and this. And then by the time the week comes around, I've done none of that. And it's basically because I had too much on my plate. I was not, you know, narrowing it down to one or two things. So now, like I told her, you know, by next week, I would just like to have an idea for a podcast, like not, you know, have an idea, have it well thought out, have it recorded and ready to post, but just an idea. Because when you narrow it down and you make it simple, keep it simple, K-I-S-S, keep it simple, stupid, not calling you stupid, but you know, they used to tell us that in school, K-I-S-S, keep it simple, stupid. But with that, if you have one thing that is quote unquote small, you know, when you accomplish that one thing, you feel a whole lot better as opposed to having 10 things that you want to finish and you don't accomplish any of it because you've overwhelmed yourself. And by the time you pull out the list and look at all of these different things that you want to have completed, it just seems like way too much. So that's like a side um a side suggestion, but accountability partners and having an accountability check-in, you know, every week, every two weeks, every month, you know, whatever works for you guys. But that has helped me so much. Also, thank you, K-Matt. All right, number two, the second thing that can help you get out of your creative funk is letting go of the idea that everything you create must be monumental, must be groundbreaking, um, must be history making, it must be the best thing ever. Let go of that idea. I feel like you stunt yourself when you approach everything like that. Um, Because you're worried about how it will be perceived before it's even left your notepad, before it's even left your drafts, before it's even left, you know, your mind to be put on paper, you're already, you know, you have this idea and then automatically you're thinking about how are people going to receive this? Is it going to get good reviews? Are people going to think it's trash? Like you stunt yourself when you think about things that way. I think that it is so much better that when you have an idea, just get it out. Like just get it out. You know, I feel like if you spend too much time polishing it, if you spend too much time over correcting it, by the time you feel like it's quote unquote ready, you've like talked yourself out of 
doing the thing. And I think a lot of it has to do with social media. I think a lot of it is social media because when that's and the constant need for better, because here's a quick example. One of my best performing podcast episodes was colorist-ish. It was an episode that we had and it was about colorism in the black community, where it stemmed from, the history of it, et cetera, et cetera. And I want to say that podcast has like the last time I checked, which was a few months ago, it was like 12,000 plays. Right. And I was like, wow, what is it that people like about that episode so much? <laughs> like, I feel like I do topics like that often, especially on my Black History Moments podcast. But I was reaching a point where I was thinking, OK, what can I do that can match that? What can I do that is on that level? And so I have all of these other ideas over here that I'm just ignoring because I'm grasping for something. I'm reaching for straws to try to match that particular episode. And it's like, what about the other things? Everything doesn't have to be for applause. Everything doesn't have to be for a pat on the back. Everything doesn't have to be for feedback from people of them saying, oh my gosh, this is the best thing that I've ever seen. This is the best thing that I've ever heard. This is the best thing that I've ever experienced. You have to be able to create things for you first and for the audience second. Everything should start with self. Once you reach a point where you are trying to appease people, where you are trying to do things for other people, you've already lost it. Which leads me to my next point, which is don't be so tied to the algorithm. Don't feel like you have to appease the algorithm so that you can get more eyes on your work or more eyes on whatever it is that you do. Don't do that. Please don't do that. I remember when I first started making content on the internet. I had a blog. It's still running now, by the way. I just haven't posted on there in a long time. Um, and I had no idea what an algorithm was. I had never even heard the word before. Honestly, I don't think I heard the word algorithm until about two or three years ago with, you know, YouTube when that was a whole big discussion. And so when I was writing on my blog, I was writing for me. I was writing because I had things that I wanted to say and I wanted to be able to get my thoughts down and get them out there to help other people. And that was so freeing. That felt so good to me. And I actually need to go back and revisit that blog because I feel like there are some things that I can say on there that won't necessarily be long enough for a podcast episode. Okay, I'm thinking out loud. But anyway, don't feel so tied to the algorithm. I went to New York a few years ago um, with my grad school. And was that with my grad school? No, it was not. I got a scholarship through a program. And so we went to New York and we went to this advertising agency. And one of the speakers, he was telling us, he said that the average person scrolls the length. And I want you all to hear this. The average person scrolls the length of the Statue of Liberty. Do you know how big the Statue of Liberty is? Please think about that. Envision that in your head. The average person scrolls the length 
of the Statue of Liberty on their phone every day. Okay, I'm going to say it again. The average person scrolls the length of the Statue of Liberty on their phone every day. That's a lot of scrolling. So I said that to say that when you are trying to fight the algorithm, you are trying to, one, and I hate algorithms, and I'll have to save this, I'll table this discussion for another day because I can go on and on about it. But one, you lose your originality because the algorithm favors um, what works. And this is also coming from someone who studied marketing. So the algorithm is going to do what works best for that company. Instagram is going to post more of what people are liking. If people are liking videos of people petting cats, Instagram is going to show you more videos of people petting cats. And are you going to stop petting dogs because you see videos on your timeline of just people petting cats? So you're like, oh, well, I guess I should start petting cats now instead of petting dogs, even though petting dogs is what, you know, made you happy. And that's just an example. (laughs) Like, I just want you to have an idea of what I mean when I say that. When you become so tied to the algorithm, you can table things that you actually value, topics that you actually want to discuss and start talking about things that don't even matter to you because you're like, well, I guess I need to talk about this because this is what's hot and what's popping now. So I need to jump on this wave. And let me say this. Every wave is not meant to be rolled. Okay. Every wave is not meant to be rolled. That may be their wave. But that doesn't mean that that has to be your wave. Your wave could be 100 feet away. And that wave could be better, but you're missing out on the ride of your life because you're over here trying to ride this wave. So stop caring so much about that algorithm. I don't know who I'm talking to, but stop caring so much about that algorithm and make what you like. Make what registered with you first. Don't worry about what Tom, Dick, and Harry are doing over here. Worry about your lane and stick to your lane. All right, number four. I'm off my soapbox. Don't create for the sake of creating or appeasing an audience. We touched on this a little bit earlier, but I want to emphasize this point. Don't create for the sake of creating. So I think we've all been there where I've even been there with this podcast. It's like, you know, It's Tuesday. I have a new episode up. I need to start thinking about next Tuesday and think about what we're going to talk about. Okay, I'm just going to pull this topic right here that I care nothing about. But just for the sake of having a new episode out, I'm going to talk about this, even though this means nothing to me. I won't say what episodes (laughs) made me feel that way, but hopefully I sold it enough that you didn't notice. So don't create for the sake of creating. Don't do that. Like, just to be able to say you have something out, just to be able to say, you know, there's something new. Here's something new that I created. You guys go check it out. Link in bio. Don't do that. There's no honor in that. There's no, you know, feeling of satisfaction in that. Later, you're just going to be like, why did I do that? Why did I make that? That did not matter to me. Why? Why did I do that? So don't create just for the sake of creating. Lastly. Number five, and this one may be the most important point. If you didn't hear anything else that I said, remember this, that we are in 
unprecedented times. And you are not a machine. And it's okay if you aren't able to focus or you feel like ideas aren't flowing to you as freely as they did in 2019 because, let's face it, that's the last quote-unquote normal year, if we want to even call that, you know, normal. You know, that's the last time we had a sense of normalcy prior to COVID coming and disrupting all of that. And so we're in a place where we're reimagining what life should be like for us, what work should be like. You know, do we necessarily need to have a five-day work week and two days off? That makes no sense. Um, What family is to us? You know, these people where we work most of the day and then we come home, we eat and we see them for like two hours before we duck off into our rooms or we call them, you know, talk on the phone for 10 minutes and then we're off the phone. We're reimagining what that is, those family dynamics. And we're also prioritizing what matters to us now. So as I say very often, give yourself some grace. You deserve it. Just as you give other people grace, give yourself some grace. We have not dealt with times like this. We have not dealt with death and grief on such a massive level as we have right now. I don't think any of us have. So it's okay if you feel like things are tough. It's okay if you feel like things just aren't coming to you because that's how I feel. Like things don't come to me like they used to. I used to be sitting on the couch or in the shower and I'm like, oh, that's a good idea for a podcast episode. And now I'm like straining, girl. I'm like, oh, what is something? Can I be inspired somewhere? Send me a sign. Like that is how I feel when it comes to, you know, creating now. And that's okay. And I wanted to let you know that that's okay too. So just as I tell myself, you know, everything's all right people will be there like your audience will be there those that want to support you will be there and they will understand if you're not creating weekly or bi-weekly or if you're only posting when you see fit and that's okay so with that being said that was my last point and I hope those five things will help you a little bit you know with your creative funk I'm still trying to dig myself out of it, but I do feel a lot better getting this podcast episode out to you guys. I can't wait to hear your feedback. Don't forget to stay black and carefree, and I'll talk to you guys in the next podcast episode. Next week, we start Blacktober. I'll see you guys next week. Bye.